1: Welcome back to Hour 2 on a Friday. Steve Sipple, Jake Sorensen, early break. Fun show so far. you got the podcast at theticketfm.com. You can always watch and comment on Facebook, Twitch, YouTube, and Twitter. Call or text 4645685. The show sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Thank you to Derek Bombeck for stopping by with Colin, the big C. He calls him, yep. big C. Yep. And thank you to Dave Dipple, your long-lost cousin slash brother slash relative. Yeah. Who brought in us uh, some mini muffins, just some mini blueberry muffins this morning? You know, I was
0: impressed with Dave Dipple. Why is that? He, Dave, I hope you're listening. In in our small talk, our in our ch- idle chit chat segment, I mentioned a trip to Super Saver where I was really struck by how good the music was. Idle
1: chit chat sponsored by Newton's Lawn Care.
0: Right, so we asked Dave Dipple. What was the? Did you, he was in Super Saver, so he heard us talking about Super Saver. He heard us talking about the Super Saver music. He said he heard us talking about, it, and I asked him what was playing, and and he he got it. He he uh, he did. He sang it for us. What was it? it was, I can't uh, remember now.
1: Um, hold your head up. Hold, hold your, your head up, Jake. Uh-huh. Good job by you. Yeah, that's what it was, and that's the. That's the type. That's the type of music. The, you're talking genre, about. the genre.
0: Yeah, that's the genre they play. Hold your head up. Hitching a ride. Um, it was good. I was I was really enjoying the music last night. At about seven thirty, want to leave? Did you in Super Saver? Yeah, I got a white onion. Um, That's all you got? No, I got some. Other, I got some pineapple juice cans. Um, I got. Uh, I think it'd be uh, odd to follow you in the grocery. I might <laughs> tell you something right now. It, it, yes, cottage cheese. I have a
1: feeling you're all over the place. Cottage cheese. Mm-hmm. Um, my, here's my correct me if I'm wrong I feel like you're impulsive on some things there <laughs> me, me I'm, impulsive I'm just looking at the grocery store <laughs> I'm going to guess you're, you make some impulsive decisions at <laughs> the really store do, really you might, you might like grab like six or something like well yeah I'll eat all that I have seen how you deal with the food at the station sometimes <laughs>
0: Slightly
1: impulsive. if you were a hungry now I, if you were hungry going to the store it's even a bigger problem yeah I can see your your cart, which you went for four items, full of stuff. You do read things well. Yep. Yeah, I have a good read on that. You do. Okay. And I have a feeling you're probably going back and forth in the store. A little bit. Oh, forgot that. Yeah. Got to go back. Got to yep. go back.
0: Well, impulse. I did make an impulse buy. Uh, I don't know. Don't listen. It's idle chit-chat.
1: Sponsored by Newton's Lawn Care. 464-5685. Call or text, as always, for those who missed the first hour just a quick reminder nebraska basketball did lose last night 70 to 50 to st john's seven point halftime lead was quickly evaporated when the second half began and uh, they lose by 20 points arkansas pine bluff next for nebraska on sunday speaking of monday though sip next week i want to know let's let's try to fast forward to monday of the upcoming week of thanksgiving week do you believe that things will be clear and evident on where Nebraska is going with their next football coach after this weekend, or do you think we'll still be in muddy waters until it actually happens? If
0: it, This is what I wrote today for HuskerOnline.com. One way to size up Trev Albert's ongoing search for a new head football coach is this. If a this is exactly what I wrote, so it, I don't know if you read this and then formulated. No, you, you couldn't have. If official word comes down Sunday or Monday in the days immediately following this game against Wisconsin, that Nebraska is ready to announce its new coach. There's only one that it would be, Matt Rule. That's it. I mean, that's what I. That's what I mean. Unless I'm wrong, unless I'm not reading this. Unless I'm reading the board all wrong, if that happens, if your scenario is what plays out, that that we get clarity, some sort of clarity, either Sunday or Monday or perhaps even Saturday night, then it would all sign. All, let's put it this way: this is a this is a sports writer trick, so you protect yourself a little bit. I would just say all signs would point to rule Matt Rule, former. Carolina Panther, former Baylor Bear, former Temple coach, went bad, went bad in in Carolina. I was reading about it, and I was talking to Greg, our friend Greg in South Carolina, about it. Um, he was eleven and twenty-seven. He was eleven and twenty-seven at Carolina.
1: Didn't have the quarterback. No,
0: had Bridgewater, had yeah. Darnold, had. Baker Mayfield, Baker B- dofield ba- yeah, yeah.
1: ba- ba- Baker like You call him Baker <laughs> Doughboy, <laughs> Dofield. They had they had Teddy, who you're a big fan yeah, of. Uh, Tackling Teddy, as we call Teddy Olay Bridgewater. <laughs> Olay, go on by. <laughs> Tackling Teddy Bridgewater. Sam Darnold. Yeah, they didn't have a quarterback. Is that Matt Rule's fault or not? They, they tried to bring Cam Is that the GM's fault or is that, the, is that Matt Rule's they fault? They tried to bring Cam Newton Who was back. damaged goods at that point. Right. It was not the same Cam Newton that went to the Super Bowl. Now, Matt, damaged
0: goods. Matt Rule, though, I would say was extremely successful in college. We've covered that. Um, took Baylor to a Sugar Bowl. Got him 11 wins. Got Temple 10 wins twice. Um, and now there's no doubt in there's no doubt zero doubt in my mind there there's been heavy contact between rule and nebraska there's zero doubt I'm 100% sure okay now now will that will that end up being the situation I don't know I don't know if it's not rule as we covered this yesterday but it's worth pointing out again bring it back if it's not rule then what okay now Based on conversations with multiple people in the industry, including assistant coaches and head coaches in both NFL and college, the coaches most prominent on the radar, I'd be surprised if it doesn't come from this batch. Rule, we've covered, Lance Leipold of Kansas, Chris Kleiman. Kansas State. Kansas State. Jeff Monken. Army. Dave Doran. NC State. And Matt Campbell. Iowa State. Mickey is a long shot. Wouldn't you
1: say? Yeah. I, I mean, unless somehow he beats Wisconsin and Iowa. Okay. Which could throw a wrench into all this, if you have plans if you're Trev Alberts.
0: I know, I don't have a great, I know what you're going to say. Well, you should know what Lance Leipold's situation I don't, I don't have a great feel for Lance. I, I don't know what that situation is. I think he's likely to say yes to a Nebraska offer, but knowing Lance, he's just worried about, his team right now i'm really interested in the dave doran discussion because what i was hearing yesterday is that doran would say yes to nebraska which would mean tim beck tim beck is the offensive yeah tim beck is the offensive coordinator now how do you remember tim beck's offenses at nebraska
1: well he called it basketball on grass at one point football (laughs) they called it you know multiple i Tim Beck's offense scored. They, they put I know, up it was points. pretty good. Now, people like to say, oh, you know, Taylor Martinez was, was not a good passing quarterback, or the guys that followed weren't good passing quarterbacks. I would say, what was Nebraska's record? How many points per game were they scoring? Yeah, They were, yeah. They were nine or ten wins yeah. every year Tim Beck was here. Right, They put up 30-plus points. I mean, they, they, it was rare they were not in the 30s, it was right? Good, I thought it was a good offense. They had a good offense. Yeah. They didn't have elite receivers. He was putting up a lot of, you know, Westercamp um, and Kenny Bell, good receivers, not great receivers. Those are guys are good guys. He's been
0: at Texas and Ohio State, if I'm not per-
1: – I think you're right. Yeah, Ohio State for sure. He's a respected coach oh, in the yeah. industry. I didn't, a- I didn't have a problem with Tim Beck. John
0: Garrison is there too at North Carolina State. Did you know that? I he, did not. John Garrison is North Carolina State's offensive line coach. I'm told to- Doran would take the job. I'm very pro-Doran. I mean, Doran's resume is impressive. He's 50 he's an unassuming. Now he's defensive minded. He's a defensive minded coach. He doesn't call plays. He's not a he's not doesn't have the he doesn't have his head buried in a play sheet. He's a manager, as is Lance. Um now Dorn is defensive minded, Lance is offensive minded. But they're both I would say Lance is an excellent situational coach. I don't know as much about Doran in that regard cuz I never watch North Carolina
1: State. Never. I mean... They're who? supposed to have this great quarterback. He has not had a great year, Devin Leary. Well, he's hurt. Yeah. He's hurt. I understand They're that, down you know. to third
0: string now. <laughs> okay. Kleiman would be an excellent choice, in my opinion.
1: I, I, of the names that you mentioned there, of the six names, that's my number one candidate, personally, me. Really? If I'm the one making the choice, I have said many times before that Chris Kleiman... And, and I had a conversation last night at the Bardow for our remote, the Scarlet Hotel, with a Kansas State fan. We had a long conversation about Chris Kleiman... He's a longtime K State fan. He says, I hope that guy never leaves Kansas State. Those guys love is that right? Chris Kleiman. Is that right? I mean, the, the problem with getting Chris Kleiman is the fact that it's the AD he's been tight with. Gene Taylor's, the one that hired him at North Dakota State, now at Kansas State. Tough to get him away from, from Taylor, the, the AD down there. But Chris Kleiman runs a Big Ten offense in the Big 12. Yeah. He fits the Big Ten profile perfectly.
0: He does. They're tough. They're, Chris Kleiman has
1: developed good quarterbacks, which you need to have in the Big Ten. Not mm-hmm. necessarily running quarterbacks, but good mm-hmm. quarterbacks. Think about Trey Lance. Yeah. You know Those guys, all those North Dakota State guys were all good quarterbacks, yeah. right? They haven't had a bad quarterback at North Dakota State. Think about Kansas State. Now, Will Howard is a good player. Martinez is still a good player. Mm-hmm. They, they don't have a quarterback issue at mm-hmm. Kansas State. Skyler Thompson was a good quarterback. He's on the Dolphins now as a backup. Mm-hmm. He develops the position. Okay. The trenches are tough. Yeah, they are. Their defense is tough. It the is. one thing this K-State fan told me last night is that they, they don't have good enough depth. And that's it. Okay. They're good offensive line, good running back. Receivers are okay, not great. Um, defense is yeah. good. But they have a depth issue, and that's the only problem
0: right now. Okay. No, I'm with you on climate. I've watched enough of Kansas State, and I'm always struck by how physical they are. Rugged, tough team. Um, good line of scrimmage team, right? Very good line of scrimmage yes, team. Yes, they, they moved the ball. Um, we have that. Excellent. We ha- we received an excellent email from Tyler, vice president of Digi Security Systems. I think he's in Oklahoma. Is that right? Anyway, excellent. Um, excellent. This email that he talked about Lance, an, a listener, Tyler. I love how quiet it was for the last few weeks on Leipold, he says. Nebraska fans are smart and no good football, he said. He says, I've watched enough Kansas games to last a lifetime this year, and I watch closely how Lance calls situational football. I think he really puts his kids in position to be successful, and that coupled with the NIL facility roster building at Nebraska will give the team a great chance to build organically. His staff is loyal and static, Lance's, and it's one less alignment that would need to happen. Probably could say that about Kleiman and Doran. Um, so he and he does note, I understand we had this with Frost and it didn't work. He believes staff continuity is important with this. I think it could be important if you have the right staff. If you don't have the right staff, it's obviously not, it's not, that's not what you want. Now, does Lance have a staff that could, could operate in the best coaching conference in the country? I mean, you you have to. Yeah, and I, I I would imagine he might have to tweak it. I don't know that for sure, but there's a I think he might have to tweak it. Who
1: who do you think the better fit or more? You know, this could be a two part question. Better fit and more more popular hire. Chris Kleiman or Lance Leipold. Very, very close.
0: Pick. Very close.
1: It would let's be. Let's start with better fit. Uh, Kleiman. I agree. I, I hate to say that because Lance is a no, friend. Lance is a great football coach. Mm-hmm. He is. I think Kleiman is already a Big Ten coach in the wrong conference.
0: Okay, that's not to say Lance Leipold would be a bad fit. He'd be a great fit. His temperament would be great for here. He's a he's a grinder. He's a young 58, by the way. He's a – and 58's fine. I mean, he, he, but he's a young 58. And he's very innovative. I mean, if you watch Kansas's offense, it's – there's, it's, it's sort of subtle. You have to pay attention. You have to watch it closely. But you, if when inevitably when you watch a Kansas game, you'll be, oh, huh, huh. It's an interesting play. It's an interesting route. That's an interesting way to run the ball, huh? I mean, you do that a lot. He's innovative. He's smart. Yeah,
1: that, that huh is not a good way, not a, yeah, not like a what was that? no
0: no. You're like huh yeah, huh. I mean that, and I go back with Lance watching all those championship games that Whitewater was. Involved in, he has six national titles at the D three level, and I'd watch those games because they were on ESPN. ESPN would show the D three national title games, and I would always be struck by how well coached Whitewater was. Like they didn't make a lot of mistakes. You know, they were very they were very sound. They didn't. You didn't watch it like you watched, you've watch. you watched a lot of Nebraska games in recent years where you're like, what the hell are you doing? Hell, like you watch Alabama this year, you're like, what are you doing? You lined up wrong? Yep. Hey, Will Anderson, you just lined up wrong? You don't see a lot of that. No. With Lance's teams, you don't. And they I don't think don't. you see that a lot with climbers. They're not very penalized, are they? You don't? know. No.
1: You don't see that a lot with climate's teams they're, either. They're, yeah, because they're they're smart. Sound. They're they're sound. They're they're smart. This fan base wants to I see want sound. Football. Sound.
0: Sound. We don't need fancy anymore. Just sound. Just sound. We don't need a lot of pre-stab mo- movement. No. Salad dressing. Just we've seen it. It yeah. hasn't worked well enough. I don't know why I said salad dressing. I don't know what that means. I liked it though. Okay.
1: <laughs> we have, we have a phone call. You can hear us. You're on early break. Who do we have here?
2: Go ahead. Guys, good morning, John in Des Moines. How John in Des Moines. Whoa, 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 John! All
0: right, all right, let's Hi. do
2: this, John. How are you? Yeah, I'm doing well, thank you, guys. Uh, listen, Jake, you haven't put those golf clubs away just quite yet, right? I mean, we they're know never craft, they're never put uh, away. December golf is still possibly in play, right?
1: They're never put away, John. Always in play.
2: Good, good. Well, I've made it out there the last two December's to find a round of golf. So if I do that again, maybe I'll holler at you and I'll finally get that uh, round of golf in for you that I that I owe you out there. So great. please uh, do. Uh, another interesting week here, guys, heading into a, a big ball, which should be a big ball game, right? But let's face it, the the coaching search, obviously, is this discussion number one. Um, but I'm sure the coaches and players are looking to try to end, you know, this season on a positive note, even though there's no bowl game and the chances to break these big losing streaks to division rivals would mean a lot to the team and the fans, obviously. And I'm, and I'm hopeful and I'm sure this will happen, that the Husker faithful will bring their appreciation to the seniors in the last game, you know, no matter how little – how uh, much or little success a college football player has. You know, they should be applauded and appreciated for the commitment and the sacrifice it takes to to make it through four to five years of uh, being a student-athlete. So I'm sure they'll bring the appreciation for those guys this weekend. So now, um, you know, as soon as Frost was let go and coaches were being discussed, my first criteria, and almost felt like my only criteria, I think, if you were kind of like this too, is you got to find someone that understands this conference this call. I was kind of—I didn't even care so much about names. I was—I was thinking like, just go to Ohio State, Michigan, find one of their best assistants. Somebody, we got to find somebody that comes in and understands. Yep, I understand exactly how this conference works. You know, that's—I think that's been Nebraska's biggest struggle since they joined the Big Ten. Is they just really have never fit into the to the conference, fit into the style, and um, you, you know, and just really taken hold in how this conference works and how to be successful. So now, Matt Rule, obviously, is a name that was. Out a lot, and I think Jake, you did a poll kind of a you know a week or so ago, and I was surprised how many people texted back and said they weren't interested yeah. in rule. That you know, granted he's not a Big Ten guy per se, but I was by that. I, Uh-oh. uh Oh, um, I, I think people have remember obviously where Nebraska is right now. I mean, the program is probably absolutely at its lowest point in its modern history, and it's got the longest road back. I think it's probably ever has. I. I a major rebuild of that, I that, you know, all right. like they can turn anything around. But I wonder about that a little bit. But I think I think uh, Rule would be an excellent choice. Now, okay. um, I also still got Matt Campbell a little bit, too. Now, right now, obviously, he's not much of a candidate guy. They'd have a bad year. But you can't tell me that a year ago, I'm sure Albert had, was getting his list together just in case Frost's year never really didn't work out. And I would think a year ago, Campbell would have been very high on that list. Yeah. From Big Um uh, You can't tell me he wouldn't be to You know, the guys, coaches at Iowa State have had the problem of staying a little too long. I mean, don't criticize him for Iowa State not being very good. I like Iowa State and all, but that's a tough thing. It just really is. I mean, I, Nebraska's got challenges. Iowa State's got them too. Dan McCarty stayed there too long. He had mm-hmm. Iowa State in the top ten at one time and was a hot prospect, and he stuck it out, and guess what? Inevitably, it's just tough to keep one in there, a little bit with Paul Rhodes when that happened, too. So I just wonder if he might be looking at some of that and saying, boy, if I had the chance to, to move on to something, now might be the time. So I, I wouldn't rule him out just yet, even though he sounds like a, a little bit of a long shot. And, Jake, I agree with you know the Matt Rule thing with his financial situation. That's an interesting point, and, and there may be some validity to that, just the guy's desire to to push ahead when you're that financially set but i prefer to look at it like these guys are the ultimate competitors he's probably embarrassed the way carolina worked out right you know a guy like that sure. wants to get right back in it he might want to just prove like hey i know what i'm doing i'm really good at this watch this so i can go back somewhere and turn this thing around quick so that's what i'm hoping he's looking at now guys i've, I've been waiting all week for this to happen on your show and it was it never happened i'm disappointed you had a co-worker in attendance at Madison Square Garden last week for the UFC 281, and I we thought did. for sure he would be in some point to give us a big rundown, but nothing. We I was hoping he'd come in to give us some of the sights, sounds rundown. which probably was the best card of the year. Sip, I know you know the importance of Madison Square Garden when I do. it comes to combat sports, right? Yes, I do. Um, yep, the UFC now owns the first and second highest grossing events in the history of, the MS, of MSG. So yeah. uh, it sounds like VP saw an awesome event and uh, hope to hear something about it some sometime down the line with him so new rule for the if anybody goes to usc event at, at, uh, at the at ticket they need to come on uh, early break to give us a quick rundown oh, all right. so we can have DP a quick on. shout out to a couple I'm buddies sure me, like daryl and goose out in lincoln hope those guys are doing well and i hope you guys and yours and everybody listening has a great thanksgiving break Thanks thank, you, thank
1: you good call
0: good call very good call um yeah someone who understands the the Big Ten. Think about Ohio State, by the way, real quick before we go to break. Their offensive coordinator is Kevin Wilson. Yes. Kevin Wilson, uh, who's a former Indiana head coach. That's right. Who's, who took Indiana to bowl games. Yes, he did. I mean, Kevin Wilson and Jim Knowles is their defensive coordinator. That's what I mean. Great coaching league. I mean, they have... Oh, come on. This is what you're up against. You know I love Jim Knowles. This is what you're up against, Nebraska. This is what you're up against, Trev. This is who you got to take down. Yep. You got to get a big you got to make this right. Somebody who has a lot of experience
1: and can and hire a big time staff. Come on. Lee Sterling Paramount Sports is next on early break in the ticket.